Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And welcome to episode number 650, 50 episodes away from the big 700 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to, of course, talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. And here, of course, first off, we'll start things off, as always, with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented right now, here today, possibly right now, by, of course, the Ice Band, J.D., Jared D. Geralmo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Coming at us from our talk shoe chat box tonight, folks, bringing us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays. <clears throat> JD, my like two or three of these uh, moments in wrestling history tonight. I will tell you, say that. I'll tell you just a minute. And of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, is who I'm referring to. He is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also, of course, another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> First off, let's say here, let's give a good, let's give get big hello to JD and John on what should be a 100% explosive and grade A homogenized dynamic. Whoa, that's a not a bad term. Episode 650 of Revolution. Good to be here. Very much here, JD. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from one of our veteran groups. In the WCWS table of groups right here on Facebook, that group, of course, called WCWS Dynasty. If you care to join us through our live video feed tonight from Dynasty this evening, feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dynasty Forever. And if you care to join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-20444. Call ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here tonight, which will include, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to the news of views of history and birthdays that we just now mentioned tonight, we will, of course, be talking about what happened last night on the SmackDown before WrestleMania, and boy, was it a very unique one indeed, and we'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes. And then, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we'll be starting, we will start getting in predictions here for this coming 
this this coming Friday's at NXT Takeover Show from New York. Uh, of course, it will be part of our prediction title challenge, here, which you obviously we have set. We have we have belts on the line here. Of course, several singles belts and one tag team belt up for grabs, and I will be naming those off. Of course, I, and I will tell you more all about that here in just a few minutes about how that's going to go down. <clears throat> but of course. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, uh, like I said here, folks, we got a. We'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes. And of course, like I said, some more wrestling extras will come your way here as well. We don't know what we have on hand, but I'm sure, like I said, we'll be having some uh, big time moments here coming up here in just a few in just a few moments. <clears throat> in the meantime, here, folks. Let's go ahead and get you all. Let's get you up to speed on the latest wrestling news and views here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, here to bring it here to us from King Ice is the Ice Man himself, Jared D. Geralamo. JD, what is going on in the wrestling news scene tonight? We reported yesterday that Michael Elgin has officially departed from New Japan Pro Wrestling as his contract expired. The promotion wished him the best of luck on his future endeavors, however. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that those future endeavors can include WWE as Elgin has had preliminary talks with the company. If he doesn't go to WWE, the door is open for him to return to NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, if he wants to in the future. It was reportedly his decision to leave in the first place. Meanwhile, while this probably won't come as a surprise to many, WWE has confirmed that the Cruiserweight title match featuring Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese this Sunday will take place on the kickoff show. In addition to that, however, it will join the Women's Battle Royal and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on the kickoff show as well. Meanwhile, however, today on NXT UK, here are the matches that you could have seen. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan taking on Atchner and Barthel, Kaylee Ray taking on Isla Dawn, and Joe Coffey taking on Trent Seven. Now, next week, however, we understand how there could be some surprises, however, as far as that goes, involving the NXT UK show. Meanwhile, in the U.S. tonight, however, here are the matches you could see on NXT US. The War Raiders taking on Jimmy and Johnny Boots and Tights, however, the War Raiders taking on Caesar Bonani and Adrian Jaoud, Jackson Riker taking on Oni Larkan, and Bianca Belair taking on Kari Sane, believe it or not. Meanwhile, however, mind you, SmackDown will be switching up its touring schedule once it debuts on Fox later this year. The company's core filing last week in its attempt for injunctive relief, according to the Wrestling Observer News, our reports are against bootleggers selling merchandise outside of Mania revealed that once the show starts on Fox, it'll move to a Thursday through Sunday schedule on the road. The new schedule contrasts with our current Friday through Monday schedule and accounts for the fact that the show's TV will air live on Fridays going forward. This also means that the second day of the schedule, however, will be their TV taping. Raw will continue, however, with the Friday through Monday touring week. As previously noted, however, SmackDown will be the first to air on Fox and is currently scheduled for the Staples Center in Los Angeles, however, coming up in the first week of October. Meanwhile, superstar Rey Mysterio shared an update on his Instagram account early this afternoon confirming his ankle injury. He added that he's praying that he'll be ready for his match at WrestleMania on Sunday against Samoa Joe for the U.S. title. You can check out the Instagram post below. Mysterio wrote, Suffered an injury on my right ankle this past Monday night on Raw against that Baron Corman WWE praying to be ready for Mania this Sunday. Meanwhile, however, the WWE has announced a few other things too, however. 
WWE is set to unveil a new Hall of Fame status, however, at WrestleMania Access this week. The company announced that the statue will be revealed on Thursday with Hall of Famers Brutus Beefcake, Sting, Ric Flair, and Ricky Steamboat in attendance, among the others. The statue follows on previous statues of Hall of Famers of Andre the Giant, Ric Flair, Bruno San Martino, The Ultimate Warrior, and if you will, Dusty Rhodes, if you will. Meanwhile, however, the other news to report, however, mind you, I just saw this, so bear with me, folks, here, folks. Ms. and Mrs. Viewership for the first episode of the year delivered 997,000 viewers, however, for its season two debut, however. The number was down from the 1.16 million viewership for the last first one episode that was broadcasted last August 28th, however. Meanwhile, however, the Usos reportedly, however, have signed and resigned with WWE. Jimmy and Jay, according to Mike Johnson, however, have signed a new deal, however, in terms of the deal have not been disclosed. The story states that the SmackDown Tag Team signed their new deal several weeks ago, and it looks like they will not be going to AEW. Meanwhile, however, Rob Van Dam, however, Mr. Monday Night, however, will be called Mr. Thursday Night now. He will be working for Impact Wrestling's Beyond Thursday United We Stand event, and Van Dam told SportingNews.com earlier today, it looks like you're going to be seeing my face around for the foreseeable future. We have an agreement to where I will be sticking after the show on Thursday. It does have a beginning and an end, but they can extend, so this is something to start us off. I had agreed to one match, and then we talked about it and discussed about doing their upcoming tapings after the show on Thursday, and a couple of TV tapings over the next few months. We also looked at the schedule moving forward, and they asked if I was available. I told them that I was. We'll see how it goes, as it's a pretty friendly schedule, which has always been important to me. I want to be home more and on the road less. And finally, however, speaking of AEW, however, mind you, good old Jim Ross, JR himself, however, will be now the new voice of NXT, however, even though he will not probably be announcing the debut show, however, according to reports, however, mind you, as far as the uh, All or Nothing show in May, however, before Memorial Day in Las Vegas. Although reports say that Justin Roberts, the former WWE announcer, will be the new voice, however, behind the uh, speaking, however, like I said, the voice of AEW, how as far as the intros of the wrestlers are, JR has signed a three-year contract with the uh, AEW company, however, and there is no word on whether or not he will debut that night, however, on the All or Nothing show in Las Vegas, or they'll wait until after that All or Nothing show in late May to have him make his debut. And also, and Monday Night Raw ratings for the second week in a row after doing 1.8 last week scored the same number this week with a 1.8 for the go-home show prior to Mania. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D. along with King and W.O. Gerardi Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. Oh, excuse me. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old fashioned combination. Now, let's see what John has here in our rest of history and birthdays here for today. Let me get it pulled up right here. Give me just one second here. We got to be sure it's on. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure he's sure, but the question is, JD, are you sure? <laughs> so, uh, let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, first off, here uh, 26 years ago today, uh, Jay, this is the first moment here. I think this is you. You might remember this. 26 years ago today, put it at 1993. Uh, where is? And this is another Pennsylvania question, JD. Uh, he's our. You're a man on on Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is? Where is 
Radnor or Radnor. Yeah. Radnor, you got it. Yeah. Uh, that is over by Philly, I think. Okay. All right. R A R A D N O R. That's correct. The correct spelling. Okay. Thank you. Uh, 1993 on this date, Don Morocco defeated the Sandman to win the ECW heavyweight title. Uh, 24 years ago today, we put it at 1995 at a Monday Night Raw taping in Poughkeepsie, New York. Alondra Blaze defeated Bull Nakano to win the WWF Women's title. Post-match, a woman jumped the rail and broke Alondra's nose. That woman was Rhonda Singh, making her WWF debut as Bertha Fay. I remember that theme song, too. The attack was done as was done as a write-off as Alondra, who, of course, we know her real name is Deborah Maselli. Of course, we also know her as Medusa was taking time off for cosmetic surgery. 20 years ago today, we put it at 1990. what it was about? Is that what it was? I think that's what it was. Okay. I think that's what it was. Uh, I don't remember. This date, 1999, ECW presented CyberSlam 99 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, 19 years ago today, put it at 2000 on Rawls War from Los Angeles, California. Eddie Guerrero, Latino. He so you talking about Bertha Fay? Oh, this is what you mean. This is what you mean by Bertha Fay? I think that's. I, I think so. I think that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you ever get the anthology set and all, that's on the, I think, I think it's on the first disc. It is. Um, what they but, call the, the Federal but Year. Thing, but there's one thing you do love, and I know you love this more than anything, however. But I think you're going to like it. Okay. Oh, boy. Here we go. Indeed, yes, indeed, and that's JD and then JD's very sure about that. That's JD's man, actually. There, uh, <laughs> uh, I said back in back in the year 2000, this day, Rawls War in Los Angeles, Eddie Guerrero, Latino Heat, defeated Chris Jericho to win the European title with help from China. And on the same show, Crash Holly won back the hardcore title over Hardcore Holly. And in an interesting tidbit, though. Raw's War ran virtually unopposed as that week's Nitro was a best-of show in preparation for a company-wide storyline reboot the next week. As a result, Nitro does a record-low 1.8. Raw's War easily beats it with a 6.4, consistent with what the show's ratings with what with the show's ratings at the time. 18 years ago today, put it at 2001 on this date, at SmackDown taping in Oklahoma City. Triple H defeated Chris Jericho to win his third Intercontinental title. Also, Stone Cold Steve Austin attacked Jim Ross as well. 14 years ago today, put it at 2005, WWE presented WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania goes Hollywood from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. 20,193 were in attendance with 980,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 885,000 for WrestleMania 20. Tickets were sold out literally the same 
the same minute they went on sale, making it the fastest sellout, not just in the history of the Staples Center, but in of in WWE history, believe it or not. Match ratings, of course, are from Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Dave Meltzer, fraud. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> As recorded in an internet wrestling database, ratings out of a possible five stars. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Meltzer does not share our feelings about each and every event. No, despite what he, he might think is the best or the worst, we think every single bit of wrestling is the overall best in my in our personal opinion. So there you go. So, and JD and John know me as being somebody who will go against the system in that sort of way. Uh, <clears throat> in, a, in a pre-show dark match, Booker T won a 30-minute battle royal by last eliminating Chris Masters. I, other other little untied there. Other participants were, were of course Paul London, Heidenreich, Spike Dudley, Nunzio, Funaki, the Bashams, Orlando Jordan, Mark Jindrak, Luther Reigns, Scotty Tuhati, Hardcore Holly, Charlie Haas, Billy Kidman, Jared G. Girolamo, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Simon Dean, William Regal, Tajiri, Rob Conway, John Gross, <laughs> Savan Granier, Snitsky, the Hurricane, Rosie, Viscera, Rhino. Val Venus, Tyson Tomko, Gerard T. Smith, and Mason. <laughs> there you go. Yes, three of our guys were in it and all that. And they lasted, they were actually part of the final four, by the way. This is the first WrestleMania appearances for Heidenreich, Orlando Jordan, Luther Reigns, Simon Dean, Snitsky, and Tyson Tomko. Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero. This is, of course, Eddie's last ever WrestleMania matchup ever. Of course, as you know, later on in the year, November of 05, we sadly lost Latino Heat. Edge defeated Chris Jericho, Shelton Benjamin, Christian, Chris Benoit, and Kane in a Money in the Bank ladder match. The win granted him a world championship match at any time within the next year in which he would win it at New Year's Revolution in 2006. This is Edge's first WrestleMania appearance since 2002 and Chris Jericho's last WrestleMania appearance until 2008. Also making his return to WrestleMania was Hulk Hogan when he saved Eugene from an attack by Mohammed Hassan and Davari. This is Hulk Hogan. His first WrestleMania since 2003, and his first WWE appearance since that same year. The Undertaker defeated Randy Orton to extend his undefeated streak to 13-0. During the match, Cowboy Bob Orton interfered in the match to help Randy Orton attack the Undertaker. This is Bob Orton's first WrestleMania appearance since 1987. Wow. And also, after the match, Orton suffered an injury. Chris Stratus defeated Christy Hemme to retain the women's title. This is Chrissy's first and last WrestleMania appearance. Kurt Angle defeated Shawn Michaels by submission. Also, Piper's Pit featured Roddy Piper, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Carlito. This is Stone Cold's first WWE appearance since March of 04. Roddy Piper's first WWE appearance since June of 03. And the last time Piper's Pit was held, and the last time the Piper's Pit was there since 19, uh, since 1989. Aki Bono defeated the Big Show in a sumo match. This was the first time that a sumo match was held in the WWE since Yokozuna battled Earthquake in May of 1994. John Cena defeated JBL to win the WWE title. It's the last time the WWE title changed hands until 2010. Batista defeated Triple H to win the World Heavyweight title. It's the second time the World Heavyweight title changed hands at a WrestleMania. 13 years ago today, we put it at 2006. On Raw from Chicago, Illinois, the Spirit Squad defeated the Big Show and Kane to win the World Tag Team titles. All five members of the group, including Johnny, 
Mitch and Nikki, of course, Nikki, we would know later on as Dolph Ziggler, will be recognized as champions and defend the titles under the Freebird rule for the next seven months, which actually made the group the longest reigning tag team champions in 20 years. Eight years ago today, 2011, WWE presented WrestleMania 27 from the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. 71,617 were in attendance with 1,059,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 885,000 homes for WrestleMania 26. With a $6.6 million gate, it's it's at the, t- at the time the second highest grossing event in company history. It's the final event promoted under the name uh, uh, under the name World Wrestling Entertainment, as the company shortened the WWE officially less than a few weeks less than a few weeks later. In a pre-show dark match, Sheamus and Daniel Bryan fought to a no contest in a lumberjack match for the United States title when all the lumberjacks rushed the ring. In a pre-show dark match, the Great Khali won a 23-man battle royal. Other participants were Chavo Guerrero, Chris Masters, Kurt Hawkins, Daniel Bryan, David Hart Smith, McIntyre, Evan Bourne, The Usos, Johnny Curtis, who we would know later on as Fondango, JTG, Mark Henry, Primo, R-Truth, Sheamus, Ted DiBiase, Trent Beretta, Tyler Rex, William Regal, Yoshitatsu, and Zack Ryder. Did Zack Ryder? I don't know. We'll have to find that out later. <laughs> Edge defeated Alberto Del Rio to retain the World Heavyweight title. It's the first time the World Heavyweight title opened at WrestleMania and the last match for Edge as post-match diagnosis revealed he had spinal stenosis, which is actually, ladies and gentlemen, what old Mr. Dennis the U.S. has right here as part of his back injury and would be forced to retire. This is Alberto, believe it or not, but this is also Alberto Del Rio's last appearance. Cody Rose defeated Rey Mysterio. Santino Morella, Kofi Kingston, Kane, and the Big Show defeated the core in an eight-man tag team match. Uh, Randy Orton defeated CM Punk. Michael Cole defeated Jerry Lawler by DQ with Stone Cold as a special referee. This is the first WrestleMania match for Jerry Lawler and the first WWE match for Michael Cole. Lawler had originally won the match of the anonymous Raw GM, who we would find out later on to be Hornswoggle, reversed the decision. And the bout finished second for worst match of 2011. Now, I will agree with that. The Undertaker defeated Triple H in a no-holds-barred match to extend his streak to 19-0. This is the first pay-per-view, first pay-per-view match of both men since 2010. Of note, the Undertaker and Triple H were fined for using chair shots to the head. Both men were fined an undisclosed amount. Chris Stratus, John Morrison, and Snooki defeated Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool in a six-person tag team match. This is Trisha's first match, WrestleMania match since 2006. The Miz defeated John Cena to retain the WWE title, making Miz the 10th man in WrestleMania history to retain the WWE title. The Rock also guest hosted the show as well, and this would be The Rock's first WrestleMania appearance since 2004. Seven years ago today, 2012, WWE announced that Randy Orton wouldn't be in the third installment of the Marine film series. Let's see, John's getting some more stuff up here as well.
Let's see. Let's see here. Uh, okay, I'm sorry about that. We got a couple more things here to. Uh, <clears throat> we were just waiting on a couple more things here. Set. Uh, let me go back to see what we were talking about here. Uh, let's see here. Sorry about that, here, folks. Uh, okay, four years ago today, we put it at 2015. <clears throat> Uh, WWE announces that AJ Lee has retired from the in-ring competition. Three years ago today, which included at 2016, WWE presented WrestleMania 32 from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. A company record 101,763 were in attendance. The attendance number may be disputed as even WWE, WWE themselves admitted that the count included everyone in the building, including ticket takers, ushers, and other stadium personnel. Whatever the actual number, it is the largest attendance for any WWE event. The event grossed $17.3 million in ticket revenue, a record not just for WWE, but all of pro wrestling. While it was a financial success, WrestleMania 32 was a critical bomb, as was given the worst. Now, now this is interesting. Now, now, listen to this, J.D. WrestleMania 32 was a critical bomb, as it was given the worst major wrestling show and given the Russell Crap Booker Award. Was WrestleMania 32 that bad, in your opinion? It had some good moments and some bad moments. I mean, the only one that saved it was Sasha, uh, Charlotte, and of course uh, we saw what happened with Char- Charlotte, Becky, uh, Charlotte, Becky, and all. Sasha. Okay. Yeah, that I mean, the thing Rock, about it, yeah, that was the one when the Rock took on. If you remember, I think Bray Wyatt it was like six seconds, and of course. Uh, uh, the, Undertaker, the Undertaker and Shane O'Mac was had an infamous match, too. Right. Mm-hmm. The show lasted almost four hours and 53 minutes, the longest in WWE history. Hmm. At least until this okay. year. Uh, yeah, which, of course, if anybody's going to end up watching. But that's it. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> if you know what I mean. JD knows what I mean. In a pre-show match, Kalisto defeated Ryback to retain the United States title. This is Ryback's last WrestleMania match. In a pre- another pre-show match, Total Divas, Natalia, Paige, Alicia Fox, Eva Marie, and Brie Bella defeated B.A.D. and Bad and Blonde, which consisted of Lana, Tamina, Summer Rae, Emma, and Naomi. This turns out to be Brie's final matchup until the 2018 Royal Rumble. After the match, Nikki Bella came down to celebrate with the group. In a pre-show match, the Usos defeated the Dudley Boys. It's the Dudley Boys' first WrestleMania appearance since 2004. Zack Ryder scored the infamous upset by winning the Intercontinental title in an eight-man ladder match by defeating Kevin Owens, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Stardust, and Sin Cara in a ladder match to win the Intercontinental title. This was Cody Rhodes' last WrestleMania appearance. This is KO and Sami Zayn's first WrestleMania Chris Jericho defeated AJ Styles. This is Chris Jericho's first WrestleMania since 2013 and AJ Styles' first ever matchup at a WrestleMania. The League of Nations defeated the New Day in a six-man tag team match. After the match, the League of Nations were attacked by Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. The New Day attempted to do a dance with the guys who saved them. Xavier Woods received a Stone Cold Stunner by Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was a funny, that was a great moment. That was my, one of my favorites. <laughs> That was a good moment from that show, my personal opinion. This is the first WrestleMania 
of Alberto Del Rio since 2014, and the last last WrestleMania of his is the first WrestleMania appearances of Mick Foley since 2013, and Stone Cold since 2014. Brock Lesnar defeated Dean Ambrose in a no holds barred street fight matchup. Charlotte defeated Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks in a triple threat match to win the women's title. It's the first WrestleMania for both ladies. The Hall of Fame ceremony superstars were on hand with Sting's first ever WrestleMania appearance. <clears throat> Their Godfather's first WrestleMania appearance since 2002. Jacqueline's first WrestleMania appearance since 02 as well. The Undertaker defeated Shane McMahon in a Hell in a Cell match. Had Shane won the match, you have earned control of Raw and banished Undertaker from competing at WrestleMania ever again. She sent Shane's first WrestleMania appearance since 2007 and his first WrestleMania match since 2001. Baron Corbin last eliminated Kane to win the third annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. This was Baron Corbin's WWE main roster debut. Other participants in order of the elimination was Fandango, Damian Sandow, Shaquille O'Neal, Big Show, Victor, DDP, Connor, Tatanka, Jack Swagger, R-Truth, Goldust, Curtis Axel, Adam Rose, Heath Slater, Tyler Breeze, Mark Henry, Bo Dallas, and Darren Young. This is DDP's first WrestleMania appearance since 02, and believe it or not, Tatanka's first WrestleMania appearance since 1995. Unbelievable, but now long since Tatanka was at a WrestleMania. The Rock defeated Eric Rowan in just six seconds, breaking Kane's mark of 11 seconds with his ECW title win over Chavo Guerrero at WrestleMania 28. After the match, The Rock and John Cena fall off the Wyatt family. This is The Rock's first WWE match since 2013. And Roman Reigns defeated Triple H to win the World WWE World Heavyweight title. It's the first time that Triple H headlined WrestleMania with the title since 2009. Two years ago today, 2017, on Orlando, Florida, her angle returns to Raw as the Raw general manager. This is Angle's first Raw appearance since 2006. Also making their debuts on the show was uh, one of JD's favorite tag teams, the Revival, and one of his other one of his other fa- uh, favorite uh, superstars, Elias. <laughs> God, not my favorite, but the Revival, I don't mind. There you go. Yeah, that was that was a joke. So there you go. And making their returns to Raw was the Hardy Boys. This is the Hardy Boys return to Raw as a team since 2008. And individually, this is Jeff's first Raw return since 2009, and Matt's first Raw return since 2010. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Did I skip a little bit here? Yes. Also making his return from injury was Finn Balor when he teamed up with Seth Rollins to defeat Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. And John's got one birthday to talk about. Happy 50th birthday to Lance Storm. 50 years old today. God bless Lance Storm. Yes, indeed. And there is your wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Thank you very much, sir, John. And JD, thank you very much, sir, sir, for the wrestling news reviews here for tonight. 1605-562-0444. Call ID uh, 138055-POUND. This is episode 650 of Revolution here for Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. Mr. WS, Chad Hinshaw, the Ice Fan, Jeremy Geralmo, and the Human Suppression Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. And let's see here. So far, folks, we don't have anybody on our live video feed as of yet, but hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on here here in the next few moments. And now, folks, let's go ahead and give the talk about uh, 
I about to say WrestleMania. <laughs> That's hilarious. Matt down from last night. Blooper time, JD. Mark that down. Yep. I will definitely write Thank you very much. Uh, here's John's take on SmackDown. Of course, here we go with SmackDown. John caught some of the show. Did see the intense promo between Orton and AJ. And speaking of promos, that was one awesome promo Kofi Kingston made against Daniel Bryan. I, that was, I, was, I watched that moment today. I enjoyed that moment. I really did. I mean, I, my personal opinion, and saying my personal opinion, that I think I think you know that Kofi, you know, when Kofi really got in the face of Daniel Bryan and all that, he was telling, he was simply just flat out saying, you know, that that uh, you know my journey has mattered and all that. It was thanks to all these people and all that it's got me this far. I can't I can't wait till Kofi. And this is my personal opinion, JD. You and John may agree with this. Before I continue on with John's thoughts here, <clears throat> I hope and I pray. I'm sure y'all will too. That Kofi Kingston takes that hemp potato bag looking WWE title belt and shoves it up Daniel Bryan's hind end so so far that he, he will make Kurt Cobain seem like Pavarotti. You know what I mean? Yep, so there I you agree. go. I agree. Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan looks almost like Kurt Cobain. I was about, I was I would say if I was there right there, God in his face, I would say you would. You are Kurt Cobain, wannabe son of a, you know what I mean. So there you mm-hmm. go. And when I saw that, man, I'm surprised Rowan didn't go after him, man. But I'm glad Biggie and Xavier were there to back him up just in case his son did happen. So that was awesome. That was awesome. So John says, overall, SmackDown was great. It could have been better. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens at WrestleMania. It's funny that WWE hasn't counted out The Rock and Pedro Morales as African American champions because they were they were African American. Well, in the rock kind of like half that and half Samoan in a way. Because his mother was Samoan and his dad was African American. Hmm. Okay. Uh okay. Well, I could be wrong about that, I could be right about that. But overall, like I said, thank you very much there, John. That's all his thoughts. Uh uh, but that's all he's got here for. And John says, look at the African-American guys that won the world title. Of course, Mark Henry, Booker T, Ron Simmons. Of course, J.D. has got to get a big old ding to Ron Simmons. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, John says, that's not even naming a few people. Okay, let's see. And John said, and and John said, but if Kofi could break the break the barrier at WrestleMania, if he does, what kind of champion will he be? John says we'd have to wait and see. And John's got here hashtag Kofi Mania. They were saying that last. I heard that they were saying that last night. So. <clears throat> John says, hashtag, I support Kofi winning at WrestleMania. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I would I would get along on that. I would, I would get definitely get along. But, uh, John, any more talk you want to add before 
because I know we, of course, John says we saw an African American run for president in 2008. So, I mean, I guess anything could happen. So, there you go. And John says that's all he's got. Thank you very much, John. I do appreciate that. And now we go to the man right here, which, of course, we've got to ask him the most all important question. Well, it's a two parter, but he knows what question I'm going to ask. JD, are you cooled off and are you warmed up? JD. Yeah. Are you pulled off and are you warmed up? Ready. Okay. okay. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, this is a W7 US Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman, Jared Geromo, is not afraid to leave out his thoughts about everything going on with wrestling, Raw, SmackDown, the pay per views, that, this, that, and the other. Uh, <clears throat> And so, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's talk about SmackDown is no different and all that. He will have, of course, actually, he will have all these weapons wrapped up into one. He'll have Thor's mighty hammer. He'll have Wolverine's blades coming out of his hands. He'll have Captain America's shield. He'll have Iron Man's suit. He'll have uh, he'll have Batman's utility belt. He'll have every single thing and all that. I mean, but of course, him being, of course, throwing out all his thoughts and opinions about everything and all that. He may not need them all because, like I said, he's well protected here, uh, of course, by his take on everything that went on here, I guess, like I said, on SmackDown last night. But he is, all he is, of course, when it comes to big-time discussions here, you cannot – there's no beating this right here. Right, <laughs> here. right cool here. Here's the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, with the SmackDown edition of the WWS Icebreaker. Last night, we were in Baltimore, Maryland, however, the Inner Harbor, and we were wondering what kind of show we would see right before WrestleMania with five days to go till the granddaddy of them all was going to be showed. And we started off with an interesting observation between two guys, however, who have not seen eye to eye as of late. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles, and of course the Viper, Randy Orton, during the KO show, which kicked off the show. Let's just say things got very heated, to say the least, however. And in the end, however, we saw Orton, however, strike. Just when Styles looked like he was going to nail Randy with a phenomenal forearm and kind of knock him loopy. But Randy knocked AJ loopy, however, by catching him out of nowhere with an RKO. Nevertheless, however, this was a very good, intense uh, beginning, let's just say, between these two. Then we go to the first match of the night. Alistair Black, the Dutch Destroyer, the resigning of Jimmy and Jey Uso, and of course, Black's teammate, however, the one and only Mr. 630 himself, Ricochet, a.k.a. Ricochet, taking on Sheamus and Cesaro, Nakamura and Rusev, however, in an eight-person tag. In the end, the Usos, Black, and Ricochet picked up the win, but unfortunately, however, it was all for naught, however, because afterward, who shows up but John's favorite? Yes, folks, the bimbo blonde herself, the so-called host of WrestleMania, Alexa the bitch-ass bliss, however, who decides to say, however, that, however, because of what happened just now, however, considering the fact, however, what the Usos did last week, however, and showing respect to the New Day, however, there is going to be repercussions coming to them. And as a result, however, mind you, because of this, she decided to announce that the Usos will be forced to tag, however, yet again, and take on the same teams they just took on, however, in a fatal four-way at WrestleMania, because she's the G, so-called, 
Uh, host of WrestleMania, she can do whatever she wants her, and that's why she's making the match. Oh, goody, let's hear some more talk from that stupid little blonde-ass bimbo herself who hasn't fought in two months since the Royal Rumble and who basically, however, continues to complain, however, that she's hurt. If she's really hurt, however, and her wrestling career is over, however, sorry to say, however, tough break, however, no pun intended, however, depending on what kind of injury it is. But if she's just milking this injury like she has been, in my opinion, however, then she should just throw a set of balls, no pun intended, and basically get back in the ring and start taking bumps again. Because she has not been in the ring in six weeks, however, the question is, will she find a way to get herself involved in the women's battle world this Sunday? Possibly, maybe. Uh, possibly at Mania and uh, someone else take over the host duties. I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. Then, of course, we see, however, an interesting uh, development between Miz and Shane, however, mind you, which led us to our next match, of course, Miz taking on three members of Sanity. And Miz, however, let's just say, defeated Sanity because apparently, however, Shane decided, however, to grow not a set of nuts, however, because obviously his nuts were in his... uh, Basically, he had no nuts to uh, basically show up in the ring because he was nothing more than a punk-ass little bitch, however, because Miz would have punked him out, however, right there in front of everyone to see. But Shane decided this week, however, not to get in the ring and show no spine or backbone whatsoever. Then, of course, we go to the 18-person mixed tag match, and it was a who's who of who was going on. From Nikki Cross and Selena Vega... To Jeff Hardy and Matt Howard, to Heavy Machinery Howard, to Naomi Andy Rose, however, to Artruth and Andrea, to Carl Anderson and Luke Gallus, however, to Oscar Howard. The end came, however, mind you, however, that no one apparently, however, like I said, Oscar came, came when Oscar won the match. But of course, during this match, who should show up also? Yes, the so called Southern Sassy Southern Belle herself, Lacey Lackluster Bitch Ass Army Brat. Want to be like a Lady Evans, who continues to bore us more and more with her stupid little spiel every week that makes me want to vomit. Speaking of vomit, however, let's talk about the next affair, Mustafa Ali and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe makes short order of Ali, and once again, it just goes to show, just like Oscar, they find a way to continue to bury Ali, however. Yeah, great idea, Vince, you 75-year-old geriatric piece of cow flop. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. You decide to give Asuka, however, a win, however, an 18-person tag match, but also find a way to have her enter the women's battle world when she should have been involved, however, in the women's match between Charlotte, Becky, and Charlotte and turn it into a fatal four-way. But no, because you're a total racist, ignorant piece of shit, however, you decide to find a way to basically put off people who are not worthy, however, of uh, being on the main show itself, but pushing them to the pre-show instead, however, case in point, and Ali and Oscar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then we go to the last little bit of the night, however. Michael Cole introducing Kofi and Mr. Weed Boy himself, the so-called new Daniel Bryan, Mr. Hemp himself, and his boy toy friend, if you will, Howard, Eric Ratboy Rowan. Unfortunately, Howard, I guess Daniel Bryan couldn't keep his mouth shut, Howard, because once again he found a way, however, to just shoot his mouth off and tell Kofi Howard he was just like him, however, six years ago when uh, he was in the same predicament, Howard, and that Kofi will always be the same thing that Daniel Bryan once was called, and that is a B-plus wrestler. Well, guess what, Daniel Bryan? Like you said earlier, Chad, 
You're going to find out your lesson possibly come Sunday, Howard, when Kofi kicks your sorry little ass all over MetLife Stadium and takes that weed little title, burns that thing to the ground, no pun intended, Howard, and makes a, basically gives some credibility back to the title because you have done nothing to deserve that title since you won it, Howard. What have you done in the last few months since winning that title except barely get out by the scheme of your teeth by having your little boyfriend, Eric Rowan, save you or basically pull one out of your ass, Howard, by getting a cheap fluke victory? Well, guess what? Come Sunday, that's going to change you because basically Kofi Kingston is going to take that little title that you call a belt, Howard, Burn it, show it up, and you can hold it up and show it right to his face out before that. But then after that, he's going to take that belt of yours, burn the weed stains off of it, Howard, light it on fire, stomp it out, Howard, like a campfire, and basically make it smell all over the MetLife Stadium to realize, Howard, that you will not be leaving with that gold. So, Daniel, take a long look at the next few days, however, what's going to be coming to you. Kofi Kingston is going to absolutely lower the boom on you, my friend, come Sunday, unless you have to have your old boyfriend, Eric Rowan, save you and save your precious title, because I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be pretty come Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, my goodness, I mean, the Ice Man, the Ice Man knows how to let that fur fly here, ladies. Indeed, indeed, folks. And there you have it, they're thinking really true, J.D., with the SmackDown edition of the WWUS icebreaker and ladies and gentlemen that's on a personal note here like as i just said a few moments ago kofi for wwe champion enough said that's all i gotta yep. say there you go let's bring this one more time 1605-562-0444 call id 138055 pound episode 650 of wws revolution for <clears throat> For uh, of course, Wednesday, April third, two thousand and nineteen, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, uh, here with you here tonight. Uh, also, like I said, still we don't have anybody coming in on our, our live video feed from WWS Dynasty. Hopefully, we'll have some more folks popping on here, coming on here really, really soon. Um, and and of course, uh, John would mention a couple more quick things here. Uh, um, John says something about uh, I don't know if this was last night or not, but some of AJ Styles about Randy Orton's steroid use. Oh yeah, he uh, he questioned about Randy in the drug testing. How he kind of made a smart-ass remark about that. Yeah, something about uh, like I said, I guess he said something about Randy feeling a drug test or have you feel a drug test lately or something like that and I think that irked Randy quite a bit I heard. Something about that. That's what I had heard. Okay. John said John's saying is he believes that the brand split might be coming to an end. JD, let me get your thoughts here. We said we talked about this possibly with the announcement that they're going to do the winner take all thing for the both of the women's titles. Do do is this more and more becoming a reality that they may be doing that maybe ending the brand split, the draft, all that? It's situation? yeah. It, to answer to answer your question, yeah, it does seem like it because right now, however, I mean the drafts in two weeks, however, they've got to come up with something, however, I mean they'd be a fool at this point not to try it, you know, and do it, you know. I would agree. I would agree. And John and John said something about why not do a men a men's and a women's battle royal. That might be that might be pushing the yeah. line. I mean, what, I mean, what, I mean, 
your thoughts, JD. Do you think WWE would go that far and putting both men and women in, in the same ring for something like a battle royal? JD? Yeah, so. Yeah, but do you think WWE might be put, might, might might be pushing the line sometime if they ever decide to put all the men and the male and female superstars together in one ring for a battle royal at the that same would time? Be fun. That would be fun to see. I mean, they could do that, but they're not going to because Vince is so freaking stubborn and arrogant and narcissistic and racist in his ways. I agree. There you go, so. Uh, and John says to quote a line. Again, you never know. They could. Good, yes. To quote a line from the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Of course, remember John Heater, or as he called himself, a raw the flame. <laughs> that was funny. I remember that the flame said, "Vote for Pedro." Here's one more hashtag. Hashtag vote for Kofi. I'll vote for him. You got my vote. Um, I think JD. I think he's got JDs, and I think he's got John's too. So there you go. Uh, but uh, there you have it there, folks. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get to the, of course, the big time talk here that we have been waiting to do. Uh, <clears throat> I will, of course, that is, of course, talking about the NXT TakeOver show uh, coming up. And actually, this is a, this is the first right here. except coming up on a Saturday night. It's going to be on a Sunday, I mean, a Friday night, which is very interesting. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, like I said, uh, uh as you know here, of course, we've got uh, five matches popping up here for for the show tonight. Coming up, I mean, coming up uh, this Friday the fifth, of course, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. I will tell you that this Friday's edition of WWS Revolution will be coming in an hour early, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be coming in at nine. I mean, instead of nine o'clock, we'll be doing going coming in at eight o'clock. Of course, doing our normal routine here, of course, of our wrestling news and views and our history and birthdays. And then afterwards, ladies and gentlemen, most of the show will be dedicated to talking to to, of course, keep an up-to-date with full coverage of the NXT TakeOver show from New York. And we'll give you any updates that we have going in toward going in uh, to, start, to the start of uh, Revolution Friday night um, as to whatever matches has already taken place. <clears throat> and uh, But this ought to be a good show here. Um, of course, like I said, we only have five matches here popping up here. Um, but of course, uh, let me see right here. Uh, let me go ahead and um, go ahead and give you the ultimate storyline. Of course, leading up here towards Friday's uh, NXT Takeover show and the fourth annual Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic: Alistair Black and Ricochet advanced to the finals and defeated the Forgotten Sons. Of course, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. Was that the same Wesley Blake that was Blake and Blake and Murphy? Yes, I believe so. It was. It was okay. To win the tournament, this also earned them an NXT tag team title match against the War Raiders at TakeOver. In the classic, Johnny Gargano decided to team up once again with his former friend and better rival NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa, reforming hashtag DIY. After losing the Black and Ricochet in the semifinals, Ciampa was about to turn on Gargano again, but Gargano was prepared and turned the attack around. On the March 20th episode of NXT, Triple H revealed that Gargano was supposed to face Ciampa at takeover for the NXT title, but those plans halted due to the, to the real-life situation of Ciampa needing neck surgery, thus forcing him to vacate the title. Triple H then stated that Gorgano would still be in the match, and the Undisputed Era's Adam Cole won a fatal five-way match against the Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, Aleister Black, and Ricochet to fight for the vacant title. 
Triple H also announced that in order to get a definitive winner, the match would be a two out of three falls match. After winning the World's Collide Tournament during Royal Rumble Access for a championship match of his choosing, Velveteen Dream defeated Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American title. Over the next few weeks, Dream had run-ins with Matt Riddle, who fantasized about what the championship would look like around his waist. After weeks of head games, it was eventually announced that Dream would defend the title against Phoenix. Shayna Baszler retained the NXT Women's title against Bianca Belair by technical submission. This was the one I think I was talking about here with that big mouth Sam Roberts had to run his big mouth. I, I, I said that twice, and yes, I did. But of course, that he's a douchebag. I mean, JD certainly talked about this guy. This guy is the ultimate douche, in my personal opinion. I mean, JD, you do agree? Huh? I'm talking about that. Talking about that clown Sam Roberts. He is kind of a douche. Oh, he, do I hope they do not have him on the pre-show Friday night. They oh, cannot have him. Oh, you know they're going to have him on there. I mean, and, but here's why I don't get that. I said this before. Forget the ladies and gentlemen. I'll finish this talk about takeover just a moment. But I gotta say, I couldn't believe when I when I saw his name on, on Wikipedia page one time that they listed him as a WWE personality. That is the ultimate crock right there. My personal opinion. Yes. Anyway, during the match, Belair had had also had to deal. Was outside interference from Baszler's friends, former UFC horsewomen Jessamyn Duke and Marina Schaefer. This this led to a match with Belair teaming with Io Shirai and Kari Sane against the three women and resulted in Shirai pinning Baszler. Belair, however, was not pleased as she wanted to pin and another shot at Baszler's title. During the match for a title shot at takeover, both Shirai and Belair were attacked by Baszler, who also choked out and assisting Kari Sane. As she was leaving the building, Baszler was informed that due to her actions, she would be defending her title against Bianca Belair, Iro Shirai, and Kari Sane in a fatal four-way match at TakeOver. Here are the matches here. And, J.D., I'll start with you, and then we'll go to John on this right here. First match that we'll talk about here is, you get your take on it here, the, of course, NXT Tag Team title match, as I mentioned, the War Raiders, Hanson and Road defending the belts, against Alistair Black and Ricochet. J.D., let's get your thoughts on this first, please. This is going to be a very busy weekend for both of the, uh, if you think about it, Ricochet, however, and everything like that, however, mind you, however. It's going to be interesting, however, like I said, however, and like I said, however, it's going to be interesting to see if the Dutch Destroyer and the one and only, however, can pick up the win or not, however. We'll have to wait and see what happens, however. Mind you, time will only tell, however. Uh, like I said, but uh, it's going to be a good match, I think. Uh, you know, the War Raiders have had a good run as champs, however. But uh, I think they might be saving Ricochet and uh, possibly maybe, however. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however, mind you, however. But like I said, however, time will tell, however. I do think, however, we'll see what happens. But you know what? It's going to be interesting, however, to see what happens. However, in the end, however, it's going to be... I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say the War Raiders retain. I think they're going to save, however, these guys for the main title, however, on the possibly maybe, however, like I said. Uh, like I said, we'll see what happens, however. But like I said, I do think you're going to see uh, the War Raiders retain, however. I would not be surprised, however. So I'm going to go with the War Raiders in this one, as crazy as it sounds. So give me the War Raiders in a close one. Okay. John is going to say Black and Ricochet is going to pull off the win right here. All right. Uh, 
Okay. Next matchup that we'll talk about here, let me see here. Yes, is for the United Kingdom Championship. Pete Dunn defending the title against Walter. J.D., your thoughts here, please. Pete Dunne has been the longest-term champion, and it has been a good one, to say the least, however. But he is going to be in for a big, big war against the monster Walter. Walter has shown he is not no easy uh, task, however. Dunne is going to have to show his toughness here. But you know what? Walter is just an animal through and through, however. I'm going to go with Walter in an upset. Okay. All right. And let's see what John has to say right here in the NXT UK match. John is actually going to agree with you on that. He's actually going to say Walter as well. So, all right. Next up here, of course, the, for the as I said before, the, the NXT Championship vacated due to the uh, next surgery uh, uh, having to take place, of course, with with Tommaso Ciampa. So now it will be Gargano versus Adam Cole for the vacant NXT title. Uh, this, I mean, my personal opinion is going to be this is going to be a classic one here, indeed. Uh, JD, let's get your takes here on the on the NXT title match between Gargano and Adam Cole, baby. Sorry. Yeah, it is going to it is going to be a great match. It might be the match of the night. I feel these two know each other so well. I mean, Gargano through DIY, Cole through the Undisputed Era. Uh, this begs the question: Does Gargano come up after Mania? However, do they keep him down there for a little while longer? However, and have the Undisputed Era come up sometime, maybe after Mania, sometime uh, before the summer begins, or sometime during the summer? Uh, this is a coin flip. This is going to be like Flair and Steamboat Tower, Flair and Dusty. It's too early to call who is the favorite in this one. Gargano has come so damn close to tasting that belt. He already did last year in Philadelphia with Almas Tower. He came damn close, like I said, to like I said, winning the NXT Tag Team Dusty Classic. However, if it wasn't for Chiappa getting hurt, and it would have been nice to see DIY back together again. I think finally Gargano kicks in the door here. This is going to be a tough one, however. I love both of these guys, like I said, however. Like I said, however. Uh, like I said, huh. Hold on. Um, uh, like I said, but you know what? I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to take Gargano. As crazy as it sounds, I'm going to go with Gargano in a close one. This one, like I said, will be a show stealer. Okay. John is going to take Adam Cole, baby, to win this. Interesting, very interesting here indeed. Uh, next up here, of course, we talk we talk about this one here, of course, for another hyped up match here. Uh, of course, as we talked about the North American Championship on the line, the Velveteen Dream defending the title against Matt Riddle. JD, your thoughts here, please. This is going to be another good one. I mean, you got the bro man against the one and only Velveteen Dream, who I'm starting to grow more and more impressed by the week by. Uh, Riddle has done pretty well and has remained undefeated so far. However, the question is, will he uh, put the Dream to sleep or solve the Riddle? Or will the Riddle, however, not be solved, however, and the Dream put Riddle to sleep? This is going to be a 10, 15, maybe 15 minute match. I can see this. Again, it's a coin flip to the side, however, but you know what, however, in the end, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say the bro man himself, Matt Riddle, solves the dream. I think Matt Riddle becomes the new North American champion. Okay, all right. Let's see, John, your take on the North American title match. Uh, Velveteen Dream defending the title against Matt Riddle. John is also going to agree with that. He's also going to say Matt Riddle here as well. Uh, 
And of course, this could be, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it here, of course, our guys are picking picking who they feel in their hearts and their minds and in their hearts about who's going to pull off the wins here. But I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's time to see probably some of these matches, some of these belts, you know, you know, you know, the, get the fresh talent in there to hold those belts for a little bit and see what happens. That might be turn out to be pretty good. So, and of course, the last one here we'll talk about here is the fatal four-way match for the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler defending that title has been defended in an in, in awesome form. I will I will give her that there indeed. Uh, of course, this time to take on. Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kari Singh. JD, your thoughts here on the Fatal Four Way for the NXT Women's Belt? Bianca came darn close in Phoenix back about a couple months ago. If you remember, tasting that gold, however, and really wanted that gold around her waist. Uh, Kari Singh, we've seen her hold it before. However, um, like I said, and has been a, a very, very uh, tough competitor, no doubt about it. However, like I said, the Fire Girl has. Had her battles, of course, with Shayna, too. Having said that, however, I'm going to go Io Shirai. I was torn between her and uh, also Bianca. I mean, I do think Bianca at some point will do something, however, mind you, however. But you know what? I'm going to definitely go out on them. Yeah, I'm going to take Io on this one. Io was getting my vote in this one, however. And, of course, like I said, you know, uh, you know, Sam Roberts is probably one of those hard time to tell a lot of people you know, I told you something a while back when you talked about Bianca Belair. I can't wait until Belair gets in his face and actually clocks him a little bit. Actually, you know who because I think. You know who I. You know who I think will actually do it though. I mean, it, maybe Bianca will do it before the pre on the pre-show Friday night. I could see that happening. Yes, I could see that. But I could also see someone like maybe um, possibly. Uh, there's another woman down there next, not Io Shirai, like, I mean, maybe Dakota Kai will show up. I mean, I know she's not been cleared to wrestle and is not back to wrestling just yet. I think she still has a good bit of ways to recover from her injury, but maybe she'll show up. Maybe Dakota Kai will come up and confront Sam Roberts and clock him. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing about it is, in, in my personal opinion, I think somebody, somebody needs to probably shut, shut this douche up. I mean, Thing about yep. he's 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 like the modern day version of Dave Meltzer for crying out loud. Nobody, I mean, let me tell you something. I'll give Dave Meltzer the benefit of the doubt here because he's been probably sure covering wrestling for a long time. But of course, any one of those guys cannot hold a candle to my personal yep. in my personal opinion, one of the best ever. And JD, I'm sure you would agree. And that's yep. Bill After. Bill After was is the man. Mm -hmm. My I like Bill After myself personally. He he gets down deep into that. The, it has the wrestling chat videos on YouTube too. If you got a chance, get a chance to see a lot of those that he talks to guys like Lex Luger and the Steiners. Mm -hmm. You got to check that out. I mean, oh, I've seen like, I, 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 Yeah, I've seen that Meltzer stuff. You know, I've seen Meltzer stuff and Meltzer. There's times Meltzer does go off the deep end in his stuff. Like I said, I mean, Meltzer definitely is one of the most unique journalists out there. I mean, yes, he does have some interesting. Like things to say, but at the same time, however, like I said, not only that, however, he's one of the more foreign. I can't say it. What's the word I'm looking for? The most uh, uh, unique journalist out there. I mean, he's not the only one who's a unique journalist out there. I mean, yes, he is one of the more knowledgeable journalists. That's what I was going to say, knowledgeable journalists out there. But at the same time, however, you also got Wade Keller out there. 
and you got uh, other guys from the Torch newsletter, Heller, and also like Jason Powell. You also got uh, those guys, Heller, out there, like I said, Jason Powell. Um, like I said, Wade Keller's a good friend of mine, Howard, I've mentioned him before, and uh, of course some of the other people who cover this stuff, Howard, like I said, Howard, like I said, Meltzer does know his stuff, I mean, not all the time, but he does know, he tries to know stuff, like Jason Powell's out there, and uh, other people out there as well, you know, but him and Wade are the other two guys who know how to tell like it is sometimes, too. Well, I agree, I agree 110%, and like it says, but I'm sure none of them can hold a candle to Bill after, in my personal opinion. No, too, Bill, so. no, he is good. No, you're right. You're 100%, though. I agree. But, but Bill, but like I said, I mean, Sam, Sam Roberts couldn't, couldn't wash Bill in, after his pants, okay? Trust me. Oh, no I mean, question. I personal, agree. You're 100% you know, so, right. I, I agree. Mean, I mean, like, and yeah, and like I said, I'm not trying to put, I mean, if the guys, you know, say that they know it, that they want to keep on trying and keep on doing it, then that's their business. But personally, like I said, I mean, also, I think that a lot of these guys at 411 Mania who actually post a lot of this. Uh, oh, you, yeah. you said, you know, you know some of these Joseph guys. Lee, I mean, Joseph Lee's one of them. I mean, that up does it. I mean, he's one of those guys out there. Yes. We need one. Of, we need to get one of these guys. We need to get one of these guys on our show sometime. I, I would love to talk I've to I've been trying. I have been trying. Don't think I haven't been trying. I've been working on it. Now. Oh, and like I said, we'll hope at some point we'll get some of these four eleven mania guys on. Uh, just to also let you know, we did have other predictions in, of course, as far as the prediction title challenge is concerned. Uh, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach and the style Stephen Kyle, our newest entry, did get their predictions in here for us. So we're going to go ahead and read those here tonight. Um, the tag team titles, as far as Anne is concerned, she's going with Black and Ricochet. Stephen Kyle is going with the War Raiders to win that match. The UK, the UK title, both Ann and Steven are saying that Pete Dunne is going to retain. The NXT title, Ann and Steven agree that both that they both agree that Adam Cole maybe is going to pick up the NXT title. That this may be Adam Cole's year to pick up that championship. I really it think it could. It very well could. Yeah. But like it's, I, said, it's, I, I was torn. I was torn on this one. This was a tough one because, like I said, Garcano has come so damn close to tasting that gold, and he knew it. And Gargano is Gargano, like I said, is not is no pushover either. I mean, Gargano and Cole, like I said, this is going to be a classic. This is going to be kind of it's like it's so kind of, yes. And we'll keep in mind, it's going to be a modern day version of say Hogan versus Savage, Bret yep. Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. um, oh gosh, I mean, the, the Sting versus like Flair. I like I mentioned earlier, it's going to be like Ric Flair and uh, Ric Flair and Steamboat or Steamboat, Dusty and Flair or uh, Magnum T versus possibly Tully Blanchard. It's going to be on those levels of like a four or five star classic. It is going to burn it down, no pun intended, at the Barclays Center oh. Friday night. Oh, oh uh, <clears throat> uh, excellent, uh, absolutely, and uh, and, uh, and 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 John, uh, I will let you know here that JD and John that. Uh, uh, Danny Pamoke Park is going to get those predictions into us here here in a couple of moments. So we'll get to hear from him okay, here really soon. Cool. So we'll get to get his. As far as, of course, the women's, uh, I, will put, and I will put them here. Um, I will go ahead and mention the last match here. A couple more matches here. The North American title match. Ann and Steven both say that they feel that uh, Matt Riddle is going to pick up the North American title. And as for the women's title match, there is one, there is a difference of opinion, another difference of opinion right here. 
Uh, Ann believes that Shayna Baszler is going to retain. Steven, believe it or not, is saying he believe, he feels, and you know what, I kind of have to respect it, it's just this decision that he's making right here, that Steven's making. He's feeling that Bianca Belair is going to pull off and win and get that belt. Yeah, that one was, an, like I said, that was another one I was kind of really, really torn on because, like I said, how I... Well, while we're while we're waiting to hear from everybody else here, and I'm I'll name I'll go and get my predictions. Even though I'm not doing the the title challenge, I'll name my predictions here in a few moments. But I gotta ask you this, JD. We mentioned this here before. With all this, everything that's been going on here, all the slack that's been going on here, yeah. involving WWE here in, in recent talks and everything, where it's leading up towards your two big shows, the one Friday night NXT show and WrestleMania uh-huh. 35 coming up on Sunday. In your personal opinion, between these two shows, which one of these two do you feel is going to be watched more? Based on what everything that has happened. Uh, I think really the one that's going to be watched, I mean, TakeOver's going to get a good crowd Friday. Saturday night, I think the Ring of Honor G1 Supercard with Ring of Honor New Japan is going to be really good, too. You might want to keep an eye on that, too. Okay. But between NXT and WrestleMania 35, like I think I, even though Mania is still kind of, it, I, I mean, I, I mean there'll be people watching Mania. There's, there's no, I mean, there'll be people watching Mania. But at the end of the day, I think they'll be more impressed with NXT than Mania because I just think with Mania going too long, however, it's going to be interesting. Right. I mean, I mean, and, and then we talked about this as well. I mean, me, you both mentioned this here, JD. Talk about Mania for a quick second, if I may. That they they said they did they did not want to exceed they did not want to exceed at least between um you know what was it was it twelve to thirteen matches and they're already at 15. yeah now you got fifteen now I mean and the thing about it, they were talking about putting as many as seventeen on there I mean I mean what 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 is, what is it in your opinion JD and I'll ask this too. What is it that is really kind of screwing things up and all that leading up towards the biggest night of biggest night that could make or break careers? Who? What is going on here? What's the mix-up here? What's going the mix-up is all? that the, the, they've only put their eggs in one basket, and that is the whole thing involving Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda Howard, and that has been getting the attention. These other matches, have, some of them have been afterthoughts. Howard. Some of them are just not worth watching. Plus, like I said, it depends on how much uh, how much time they want to give it too. You know, I mean, like I said, they originally weren't sure how many matches were going to be on. How, like I said, how we knew a pre-show was going to start, but we didn't know how long it's going to be. And like I said, again, they're talking about having 17 matches right now, as of this moment tonight, they have 15. They still could throw two more out there between tomorrow and Sunday. Will they do it? Yeah, possibly. But at the same time, they might not. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Okay, certainly, certainly. I mean, I mean, have they, other than, now, let me ask you this, and again about WrestleMania, because I, this has got to be talked about, in my opinion, because there's so much writing on this. I mean, for this is the biggest show of the whole year, right? I mean, uh-huh. I have the big This is four. the Super Bowl, yeah. It is, yes. So you got to talk about this. With the fact that they've been placing more emphasis, in my, in my personal opinion, on the match between the triple threat women's title match now. They've been hyping this up for weeks on end. 
has all the other matches that's been on the back burner, and this one right now seems to be the only one everybody's going to be looking forward to seeing at this big show? I mean, seriously. It seems like it. It seems like it, you know? I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, the thing about it is, is, is I expect it, it's like as if you told Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch, okay, you're going to stay out there for four hours, four or five hours straight, and you're going to do nothing but throw, run around here, fight, kick, punch, and all that stuff and all that. And the, by, by, I mean, the thing is, they wouldn't even, I mean, obviously they probably wouldn't survive being out there for about for over four or five hours. But I mean, with the fact that you've got these other title matches, you've got the two battle royals, you've got uh, the tag titles. You know, you're supposed to have titles, current, the current, current, like we said, sort in these matches. You're going to either go, you're going to have to sort in most of these matches or you're going to have to sort in the time frame. Because like I said, who knows how long it's going to be. I mean, they're talking about putting the show well past the 11 o'clock hour. We know that, yes. But now they're saying, oh, they might end the show about 11, about 11.30, 12 o'clock, maybe after midnight, quarter after 12, 12.30. They have no idea how long this is going to be. And how long the match is going to be. If they go finish on midnight on time, however, even though it's going to be, like I said, five hours long, however, plus the two-hour pre-show, the mission accomplished. But at the end of the day, however, if they don't get done by midnight and get done after midnight, then they're in a little bit of trouble. Because, like I've heard from some people say, however, I think however, there's a rule there in that area that they say, however, you cannot finish the show. However, you've got to finish the show on time, however. I think my one friend uh, that Danny and I are friends with, how I mentioned this guy's name before on his show, the Chris Peep show, I think he said there was a show there earlier last summer that the show, of course, I think it was on a Saturday or Sunday, I think there was a rock concert, however it was, however, mind you. But I think how you have to be done at a certain time, however, in that area. And if you're, like I said, not done by at least 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, however, on a Sunday night, however, going into early Monday morning, however, then you're going to be in a little trouble. I mean, like we said, the longest WrestleMania was, what, three years ago? Four hours and 53 minutes? I mean, they might go to that same length again this time, however, mind you, however, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. I don't know if they're going to go, like I said, past the midnight hour. They might. Again, it depends on what they're going to do that last hour of, of between 11 and 12 o'clock, how they're going to do the last three matches. The way I see it, if I'm booking the last three matches, this is the way I would go with it. We know the women are going to close the show. That would probably start around 11.30, possibly, maybe, if they get it out there by that time. And they can have 15 to 20 minutes to work with, maybe, and be done by about 10 to 12, or exactly just coming up on midnight. Before that, you can do possibly Roman versus Drew. You could also do maybe Seth versus Brock. Again, it's going to depend on the last hour what they'll do. Oh, exactly. And here lately, if you think about it, the, the regular singles matchups here have been a lot bigger than even the, the title matches here recently. Yeah, the title matches, I'm sorry, the title matches are supposed to be like the biggest, are supposed to be the, the cream of the crop here when it comes to WrestleMania. But here, just like all the other pay-per-views, you see that all these other matches that doesn't involve championships seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger than ones for what's supposed to be your prestigious championships. I mean, I, I mean, is there any more they can do to hype up these things? In order, I mean, do they have that much more? Do they have more? T- do they have, you know, in the time they have left, can they hype up? Maybe not the rest of the matches, but could they hype up one or two more? And if they do. Which ones would they hype up? 
That's a good question. I I don't think they can right now. I think they're happy with what they got with. But again, you're right. What two or three matches could they add to the card that we have not seen already? The thing is, though, like I said, they were ridiculous to add the Fatal 4-Way for the women and the men's tag match. That should not even have happened, however. You're going to see, I mean, you're having the Cruiserweight match, I understand, on the pre-show game, because obviously, Howard, Vince loves to put his Cruiserweights on the pre-show. We know the men's Andre the Giant Paddle, we know the women's are going to be in the pre-show, too. You could put one more match, however, if you wanted to, but instead, Howard, you're going to basically, as of, like I said, we as of now have 15, as of tonight. So that'll cut it down to 12, unless you stay with 15, however, and don't add any more, then that'll be cut to 12. So there, from 7 to at least 11, 30, 12 o'clock, you still haven't even dozen, Howard, mind you, Howard. Like I said, Howard, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But like I said, Howard, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind that they were supposed to have the Raw and SmackDown tag title belts up for grabs in their respective matches. They shut those down because they shut those down because they didn't want to go over that number. I, we were just talking about, and now all of a sudden you got those guys involved in Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Battle Royal, and once again you're adding you're you're adding matches again. I mean, I mean, was 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 the fact that they knocked out both the Raw and SmackDown tag title matches? Could that also, in addition to the fact that the Raw and SmackDown women's title will be on the line in the same match, is that also a prelude to? What they're talking about about the brand split coming to an end. I mean, could I that? Think so. Yeah, no, I think I think so. I think so. It's just like I said, the brand split's coming up in a few weeks. However, less than two weeks from Monday, supposedly Montreal and on Raw and SmackDown, like the week after WrestleMania. Like I said, we already said what's going to happen with <clears throat> the shakeup supposedly with SmackDown moving to Fox. Right now, how I just think how they just need to get through. Really, they just need to. I would say not skate on thin ice, but let's just say try to get by with what they're going to get with. Right now, I think at this point, they're going to have to decide how are really, how are, uh, how am I going to put this? Um, I'm trying to think how to say it in an interesting way of summarizing it up, power. But I know what you're saying. Um, I just yeah. think right now, how they need to get by. First off, I think the thing is that you have to get by for New Friday. They have to get through Friday night. I think Friday night will be no problem. I think Friday night should be okay. Friday night will be good because it is, like I said, NXT, and NXT always is a big draw to them. I think the one thing they've got to be really overly concerned about is going to be, obviously, on Saturday. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. Oh, yeah, it is kind of a little bit of a big deal. First off, you're doing the Hall of Fame in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Meanwhile, your former home, your former home, and I mentioned this last night in the news, if you remember, for the first time since November of 1960, other than WWE, you're having someone else come in your backyard, like Ring of Honor in New Japan, however, doing a supercar, G1 supercar, that's sold out. Sold out, and you have guys like Bully Ray, Juice Robinson, however, all these Japanese guys, however, um, like I said, even Sonata, however, Okada, Naito, you're having all these guys, Howard. They may not be big names, Howard, that uh, WWE and, like, Impact and, uh, like I said, Impact and um, the other, um, like I said, uh, like I said, Impact and WWE are looking at right now, 
or even like I said uh, that. But like I said, you're going like I said, Ring of Honor New Japan are combining some of their guys are and going to make this a blockbuster show. Then Sunday, not so much. Our Monday, you're going to have a tough time with the, obviously the Final Four championship game going up in the ratings that night. But that's beside the point. Like I said, I think right now, Saturday night, how you got to be a little worried about what, w, what Ring of Honor is going to do compared to your Hall of Fame. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people will be watching more of the Ring of Honor New Japan show than they will the Hall of Fame. Because Monday night, usually, they put that on after Raw, usually, the night following Monday night, Raw, the night after WrestleMania. And I think they'll probably do that again this year. And the ones that will probably put on to be the featured uh, uh, half-hour or hour-long show will probably be the Heart Foundation, probably DX, hopefully uh, maybe Harlem Heat, and the Honky Tonk. And they won't put Tori Wilson or uh, Brutus the Bar Beefcake. I mean, those are going to be your featured acts. But again, like I said, the real off-season, or not the real off-season, the regular season, the new, I can't say it, the new, I'm still tongue-tied here, (laughs) no, when they start their new season, yeah, that's it, I was going to say, when they start their new season, it is always usually the Monday night after WrestleMania, that's when it really starts to set the tone for the new season, because now they're going to realize how, what do we have to do? in order to uh, keep our fans interested. Well, they're going to have to come up with something, like I said, this weekend. They really are. Absolutely. I do agree. Now, now, as far as, you know, talking about the Hall of Fame right fast, and then I, I promise you I will definitely let you know what my predictions are for the takeover show. But this is, you raised another key point you mentioned the Hall of Fame. When they televise it, which they're probably not going to show it until probably after WrestleMania is over with, possibly. Right. Uh, Right, so they, they they've done that the last two or three years. I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. that, means, that means unless you watch it Saturday, bit. unless you watch it Saturday Night Live early, however, and depending on how long they're going to do the coverage for, and what time also the Ring of Honor New Japan show goes. I've heard the New Japan yeah. show. I think it's going to start either at eight or at nine o'clock. Right. Mm-hmm. Now here's my take here. How much you want to bet that what, what, what they're probably going to film the entire Hall of Fame ceremony, of course, obviously. But as far as, you know, say, for example, if they were to show it, say, like on USA Network, for example, okay? What they're going to show, basically, is they're going to show primarily the inductions of the groups. They're probably not going to show, unless probably just small clips of it, like the of the individuals, like we said, Honky Tonk Man going in, Tory Wilson going in, Brutus the Barber Beefcake going in. Okay, but they're going to show because they're probably going to take up the most time, and that is, of course, like I said, the inductions of the Hart Foundation, of Harlem Heat, and of DX. Yep, that's what I said. Yeah, and they're going. To as, long as, as long as they're going to show on TV, if they're going to yep. show, like I say, on USA Network, but they'll film everything else. But the thing about it is. They won't pull the full, and of course they've noticed. If you notice it with the DVDs and the Blu-ray that they've done of the past WrestleManias, whatever, they'll show the whole thing. Uh-huh. They'll have the whole thing on the disc, but they won't show the whole thing on TV. And some people uh-huh. will try to put it on YouTube, but YouTube will might end up blocking half of it. You, you, you know. Yeah. Like I said, we're still waiting to hear from Danny Parker about his predictions to support NXT Takeover. John says tomorrow he is going to call in and give us his predictions for WrestleMania. So we'll hear from John there. Also, John says the city of New York better look out this weekend. John doesn't think any fan will get out of New York alive.
alive, but he does not mean that in a bad way. He's just saying that. <laughs> there you go. Let me give you my quick predictions for the NXT TakeOver show here. I think Dan will be coming close to this stuff here momentarily. The tag team title match, I feel like you, J.D., that the War Raiders are going to retain the belts. The U.K. title, I feel that Pete Dunne is going to live up to that reputation as being the what they call the bruiserweight. Yep. That's a great name for him, and he's going to live up to that big time. I will tell you, of course, the NXT title match, I feel that even though I did say that Adam Cole will probably, you know, Cole and Gargano is going to be a fight. It's going to be a war. It's going to be uh-huh. nobody's how that in one piece, in my personal opinion. I feel Gargano is going to be his time to pick up that championship. I think Gargano is going to pick it up. Now, the North American title, I hate to agree, disagree with everyone. Is it just my on, on my hunch here of how he was able to pick up this belt anyway? I called him, like I said, a big, I love the, you know how I love the underdogs. I've always been yep. a big fan of the underdogs. I'm going to say the Velveteen Dream is going he to has been, he has right. been impre- he's been impre- he's been he's been growing a little bit more on me and more like I said in the last like I said in the last half six, little while however he has been uh on I mean like I said he's starting to like I said before I was always someone had mixed up reactions of him but now lately like I said in the last few times I've watched something he is top no doubt but I just think Maverick or the bro man might be able to solve him I think but you never know okay and also this title match We've heard three different answers. We've heard two different answers here. No, actually, you've heard you've heard three different answers. Here. I'm sorry. Well, you're okay. about to hear a fourth one here. I hate to go against everybody else again on it, but I just also have on the hunch here. Even though I know this is probably out of the four that's going to be competing here, and this is the only other person that has held the NXT Women's title, I feel she'll be able to get it back, and I feel Kari Sane is going to probably pick up that belt. So that's just my yeah. personal opinion. As they say in wrestling, anything could happen. And now here's Danny from Oak Forest. We'll get his predictions in right here. Okay. First off here, he's got for the tag team title match, he's got Alistair Black and Ricochet to pull off the win here. The UK championship, he has, he's thinking like you and John RJ. He's saying that Walter is going to pick up that title. Uh, The NXT title, he feels that. It's going to be another big, big score here for Adam Cole, baby. And no, it's no matter, not talking about Cole Slaw either. We're talking about Adam Cole himself. Yes, indeed. The North, the North American Championship. He feels also that Matt Riddle is going to pick up that win right there. And he is actually going to go along with Stephen Kyle on his pick for the women's title match. He feels that Bianca Belair is going to pick up that belt. So. So, ladies and gentlemen, so far we got JD, John, and Danny, and Steven. Uh, their picks so far and all, we're just waiting to hear, of course, from I will get Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler's prediction here tomorrow. Uh, also, we'll hopefully get Michelle's and Fonzie's in here as well. So, we will have it here in time for the for the, for the the um, NXT for the NXT show as well. Also, speaking of Mr. Hulkamania, uh, as far as we know now, I think it is going to be end up being official this Saturday. This Saturday night, of course, right here on <clears throat> on um, um, uh, of course our special our edition of Wrestling Championship Challenge. Uh, as I did mention here before, the lowdown Kendrick Smith is going to be has said that he is going to put up two of the championships that he's been holding for quite a long. Time. 
of course. Uh, and he was actually supposed to be facing off against Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler in a matchup. We did not know what championship it was for. However, that's not going to make any difference because, as we said, the WWF US and NXT US World Heavyweight Championships will be up for grabs in a wrestling trivia showdown as the lowdown Kendrick Smith will be defending those titles against Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler this Saturday night at 9 o'clock on Wrestling Championship Challenge 146507 pound. Be sure to listen to us, listen to us there at 9 o'clock. And also, Dan, and I'll get Danny, I'll get his WrestleMania predictions tomorrow night. Danny already gave us his WrestleMania predictions too, but we'll wait and get those tomorrow as well. I'll read those there, there as well. So, so like I said, we'll get everybody else's predictions for NXT tomorrow as well, and uh, we'll let everybody know about uh, how all that turns out right there. <clears throat> okay, let's give you the phone number one more time here, folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode 650 of WWS Revolution for Wednesday, August, April 3rd, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jerry DiRolamo, and the human, uh, human suplex machine, John Gross here, right here with you here tonight. <clears throat> and also, of course, we did have a couple more folks join us on our live video chat from WWS Dynasty tonight. Uh, actually, John was one was 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 one of those. We actually had three. John was one of them, but the other two, of course, was Miss Della Sigler, who you can actually check out a lot of her posts on uh, WWS Entertainment Cavalcade. I'm sure JD knows a lot of stuff she's posted on that uh -huh. page. Okay, and also, of course, our good friend here, of course, at WWS Hall of Famer and the general manager of Heaven Wrestling Federation. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about the one and only. Captain Dave Spieler, JD. Which, by yourself. the way, now, of course, not only does he have the Captain Corners podcast on Facebook, you can join the Captain Corners podcast network on Facebook, however, and sign up for it today and tell him, as I said, JD, the Iceman, send you. But definitely check out the Captain Corners podcast, however, like I said, however, as well, like I said, however, and tell him JD sent you. Thank you very much there. Uh, gentlemen, we have a few moments here left to go here. And uh, if JD, you and John are up to it, how about we do, and as we wound down here at the Family Feud surveys, how about we do one here just for the fun of it to kind of end off the evening here? Uh, JD, are you game for it? Ready. John, are you game for it as well? Yes. <laughs> John's going to get you, JD. You better watch out. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Okay, John says, let's do this. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Listen to this one very, very carefully here. Let's see. Uh, let me see how many we got here. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Top six answers on the board, guys. Six answers on the board. Name something people put oil, O-I-L, oil on. I'll repeat that so you all know what I'm talking about. Name something people put oil on six answers jd go ahead in their car that is a good answer no i said on not in um but uh but, but since you said that i will tell you that is not on the board okay yeah but it says it says people put oil on on top of we'll say i guess the best way i probably say it John, six answers still there. Name something that 
people put oil on. God says a cooking pan. That's also a good answer, but that is not on that's not on the board either. JD, please proceed. Um, I will tell you that I will tell you the, the skin. Well, okay. Before you, okay. I don't think I need to explain it because JD just JD said skin. Number three is skin. John, five more answers to the go so far. Skin is the only thing that's been said. Name something people put oil on. While John's coming up with an answer, I'm going to go ahead and mention here to you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check out for the avid eBay shoppers out there, folks. Be sure to check out <clears throat> Perpetual Uniquity Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. Of course, more items being added on each and every day. Uh, like we said, uh, Kiss, another rock and roll memorabilia. Also, men's, women's, and children's clothes. Also, of course, uh, classic toys, like I said, Hot Wheels. And also some other uh, very interesting tr uh, treats as well for your video game video gamers out there. Of course, video game titles for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PSP, and Xbox 360 is out there. Also some video game accessories out there currently as well. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, DVDs of every sort. Uh, like I said, everything from uh, wrestling DVDs to movies, uh, TV shows on DVD, you name it, it's there. At very reasonable prices there, folks. Be sure to come check it out. Uh, www.ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity. <clears throat> P E R P U T A L U N I Q U I T Y. Remember, perpetual uniquity is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. And you're more under 300 items still currently posted on there. So definitely come check it out. And tell Mr. WWS sent you, and you'll you will not regret it at all whatsoever. John says he is back here. Uh, John, let me go ahead and uh, let you know once again. Um, so far, the only answer has been said to this question is is uh, skin. Um, name something people oil. So far, John, the only answer that's been said to this question is skin. I will repeat the question again. Name something people put oil on. John says he's going to pass on. I don't think he has really any, uh, any other answers. JD, you want to take a couple more cracks at this? Five more answers to left. I'll say cook. I'll say cooking. Cooking. Yes. Uh, well, John said cooking pans. I guess technically that's already been said. So. Um, All right. Mm. All right. I will tell you uh, while we're to help you out, JD. I will tell you one of the answers has to do with food. The rest do not. Uh, that baking. helps me. Uh, that's not up there as well. Uh, any other guesses? Lawnmower? Uh, 
another good answer not there as well. Uh, please continue if you like. Uh, Suntan? Uh, that's a good answer too. That is not, that's not there either. Uh, Preparing dinner? Uh, I'm going to give you that one there because this has to do with food. Number one, salad. You put oil on oh. salad. Yeah, olive oil. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, but four more answers to go, JD, and the rest of them are not food, so keep that in mind. Name something that people put oil on. Four more answers. You did say skin. That was one of them that was, yeah, of course. Unless you're Hannibal Lecter. Whoops. Yeah, Ooh. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, they put oil on something they put people on. What's the thing again? Question? One more time. Name, name something people put oil on. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, I, I, I'm done. Okay. Well, this was kind of a tough question there. I will admit that. But just to have fun here, I'm going to give you all, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'd like to do another one before we end the show tonight. I would like to, if anyone, if, if both of you guys are up for it. But then I'm going to give you the rest of this right here. Name something put, people put oil on. I did give you salad, which was number one. And number three, you said skin. Here are the other answers. Number six, hair or scalp? Yeah. Number five, babies. Ba babies. Baby. Ba ba baby oil. Oh, baby oil. Baby yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Number four, they put oil on a bicycle. Yeah. And the last one, they put oil on door hinges. Try to get the squeaky. John's going to bow out. Um, I'll give it a shot. Okay, you'll give it a shot. Okay, JD's going to give it a try. Six answers on the board again, JD. Name something that is padded. And John's getting ready to leave, by the way. So, John's, so John, thank you very much, but we'll talk at you tomorrow night, of course, on Wolfpack. Name something that is padded, JD. Six answers. Uh, okay. Bra. Number one, a bra. <laughs> hey, JD, that's where it goes on the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Football pants. Uh, four, uh, I'm gonna give it to you. Number four, athletic equipment. Yeah. That's that's the yeah. So, all right, mattress? bra and athletic. Number six, mattress. Dashboard. A what? Dashboard. Uh, that is not on the that is not on the board. Three more answers still left, JD. So far you said bra, chair, athletic equipment. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Chair. Number two, chair. Two more answers. Cell. A what? Cell. C E L L. 
Oh, self had it. Oh, oh, that's a good answer. That's not on the board either. Uh, two more answers still. Uh, let's see. Uh, what about a toy? That's a good answer. That's not on the board either. Still two more answers. I'm done. Okay, well, you got you got four out of the six, J.D. You did tremendously here. Uh, name something that is padded. Of course, you did say bra, chair, athletic equipment, and mattress. Number three, a pillow. Pillow, showing on that, yep. Number five, a couch and a cou- or a couch cushion. Yeah, I should have that, darn it. Okay. And like I said, we may not have time to do the last one tomorrow night, but uh, um, um, but uh, we'll we'll we'll, try, we'll probably use those here. Um, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't um, probably do it in the form. We'll probably do that match in the form of wrestling Jeopardy anyway. So we'll save those probably for. Uh, I might save the, the last ones for next week. You know, we might start reusing the older cards, all the cards. Okay. So, and Danny said one more quick thing here. He said those are his official picks. He did also give us WrestleMania, so we'll get. I'll get his written down for tomorrow night or tomorrow's WrestleMania predictions as well. John says nothing for Madison Square Garden except except for Jeff Cobb, and of course Michelle, him and Michelle has that bet going as a bet. Apparently, based on for that match. So, we'll talk more about that here. Of course, uh, we'll probably hope to get to hear from both him and Michelle uh, Friday night. Of course, on Revolution, I hope to get Michelle's predictions as well as Fonzie's. And I know JD, you're going to work on trying to get Fonzie's predictions for NXT. Yeah. Uh, and I'll and I'll get Bobby's here, and we'll work on getting Michelle's as well. So that way, we can be officially be complete here as far as the uh, Takeover show goes. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I will make this announcement here as well, as well as I mentioned at the beginning of the show that after the after the NXT Takeover show is over with, it may be it may be over by the, before we even end um, Revolution Friday night. I will go and let everybody know that I will be, of course, awarding. Uh, John says he. I mean, Danny says he's in the thick of WrestleMania week. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. Uh, I will give I will give everybody the final tallies of how many points everybody got for the NXT Takeover Show, and I will let everybody know about which championship belts they have they they have won here, and um, of course it it, could, it could, all could be close here, folks. You never know, so I will keep every I will keep everybody in the loop about that here as well. JD, anything else sir, you wish to add before we close out the show um, for tonight? Nope, but I do have a good closing theme now. Oh, okay. All right, excellent. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, okay. On that note here, folks, uh, hope you enjoyed all of our shows this week on tonight as a part of our Triple Threat Wednesday, Outside the Ropes, of course, also, uh, which um, I meant to ask you, J.D., how did wrestling debate go? Before we close up the shop. No, not at all. That. Good. Very good. Very good. We talked a little bit about takeover. We talked a little bit about another thing. So you can go back and listen to that. I'll definitely go and do that. Definitely. Absolutely. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for listening here tonight to episode 650. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold, hold that thought for a second. Um, we may have an update here. 
Anne has just reported. Yeah, I've seen that. Per, per, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm looking at. It. Let's let's see what this is. But we don't know if it was for NXT or for Mania. I don't know. Let's let's find this out here. Um. The. The what? The SmackDown tag team titles. Yeah, that was the one we announced last night, Howard, the, the four-way. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but but when, 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 that was added, but that was added from last night, though, right? Yeah. Oh, JD, okay, you did, you, t- you told, you told, okay, you're, you're telling Ann that, okay, okay, wait a minute, okay. Um, all right, okay, okay. Um uh, Okay. All right. Well, apparently, like I said, folks, Ricochet and Alistair Black is going to have one heck of a weekend. They're they're not going to be around times. Yes. Possibly to pick up pick up the NXT tag titles. They could get the SmackDown tag titles. You never know. So, it's a darn shame, though. I would have loved to have seen the Usos versus the Hardys. This is resume. That would have made a good. That would have been a great match, Howard. But like I said, we'll keep our eyes open on anything else that does happen. As JD and I both said, anything is bound to change or occur, right? Of course, in the wake of, of course, everything going on with between NXT and WrestleMania, something I'm sure is bound to change at any point in time. So, and, and, and as things always do when it comes to wrestling, absolutely. So, there you have it, there, folks. On that note, we thank you very much for listening in here tonight to uh, to of course episode 650 of Revolution. I want to thank the Iceman, Jared D. Geraldo, the Human Suitcase Machine, John Gross. Um, also, of course, I do want to thank uh, Captain Dave Spieler and Miss Della Sigler for joining us on the live video feed from WWS Dynasty. I also, like I said, do want to give a good shout-out as well to the style, Stephen Kyle, and also Danny from Oak Park for getting their predictions in for, for the NXT show. Uh, hopefully, like I said, for the, as far as for, for as far as Friday night show, like I said, we will get predictions from the remaining three participants in the predict in the in the title challenge the black widow michelle lynn dodds the heartbreak kid fonzie and mr hulkamania bob ziggler we'll, we'll get those predictions and uh, we'll get those said of course right before we do the wrestlemania predictions right after we do the news and news and history and birthdays tomorrow night on wolfpack so <clears throat> okay uh, but I do thank everyone for joining us here tonight. Be sure to join us for NWO Wolfpack tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Our live 138-521-pound. Our live video feed will be from WCWUS HIAF Alliance. And also here, <clears throat> and also, of course, uh, news and views, history and birthdays. And also we'll get NXT predictions from, like I said, Michelle, Fonzie, and Bobby. And also we will get WrestleMania predictions in as well. Hopefully, like I said, we'll get everybody's in your likes. And so far, as JD said, we have 15 matches lined up. But, of course, that could go down or it could go up. You never know here when it comes to talking about wrestling. There you go. But we'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, definitely make those. Uh, we'll definitely be talking more about that during Wolfpack, which will be a howling good time tomorrow night right here on in the WWS Radio Network. Revolution episode 650 is a broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. 
We'll see you in the ring. And as always here in the WWS Radio Network and right here on TalkShoe.com. Hold on one, hold on one, hold on. Hold on. um, Let me me do this right here. Um, Right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. And, of course, like I said, the Iceman, Jared, uh, the, uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, has a closing theme to close, take us out here tonight, take us out with for tonight. But, of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, your source for the truth about everything. Going, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and J.D., I'm sure, would agree with me on this, um, <clears throat> that your source for the real truth about what's going on in the world of wrestling, this is the WCWS. Radio Network. Good night, everyone. JD, take her away.